Hey friends, thank you so much for joining us today. This is Miles Autism Homeschool and today we're talking about homeschooling and socialization. So I think that we've come a long way with this subject um, compared to when we first started homeschooling and some conversations that were being had. So as you all know, I have a son. We have a son. <laughs> we have two sons, but the one that we homeschool, he's eight years old. His name is Miles, and he has been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder, sensory processing disorder, apraxia, and auditory processing disorder as of recent. So these are diagnoses that came um, when he was younger, and... So we had to make a decision when he was around three years old if we were going to continue with the route of public school or we were praying about the possibility of homeschooling. So it's a very big decision and it's one that looking back now, I'm just in awe of our Lord and Savior and how he ministered to us through the hard years. I'm not saying these years aren't hard. It comes with new challenges, but early on, the hard was more, um, It, I guess you could say it was more taxing on me emotionally and physically um, through exhaustion from very early mornings, even you could say very late nights because he would get up so early and all the and meltdowns just due from lack of communication and no fault of anybody. It was just a journey that we had to walk through, but we knew we were called to this homeschooling journey and we knew that God was with us. We knew that God would not call us to something if he wasn't going to work it out for our good. And we drew strength from his word and his promises. And so that step of faith led us to where we are today, and it led Miles to where he is today. So we do have social media accounts that we share, too, on Instagram, Miles Autism Homeschool. We also, we occasionally do some TikToks on Miles Autism Homeschool. We have a Facebook page, um, and I even share publicly on my personal account about our journey and so feel free to go over there and follow us there because we do share at least weekly um, about what's going on in our homeschool. So that's a good opportunity for you to learn what we do. And also by subscribing to this podcast um, and if you're on YouTube by clicking the subscribe link and the bell button and it gives you a notification every time there is a new video on YouTube. So those are many ways that you can follow along on our journey, um, which it's ever-evolving, it seems, because we are just, you know, we focus mostly on, on our family. <laughs> and so these social media accounts are kind of really a side note, but I do, you know, as I'm allowed more capacity, as Miles has progressed, um, and I do have that ability to look back and see you know, what has worked and how autism has been such a huge, or homeschooling has been such a huge blessing um, for Miles. 
I am and finding myself more and more wanting to share these more specific um, stories such as socialization and homeschooling because now I get a chance to, to share with you and not and I'm not stuck in the middle of it figuring it out. Now I can I have a perspective of being able to say, okay, this is working, this has worked. Um, I knew that we were called to it. I knew that God was working no matter, you know, those long days. Um, it's hard to see the progress. Um, people would tell us, um, he's come so far. You know, when you're in the middle of it, it is kind of hard to see. Until you get a little bit of more time, personally, through years of work, and you get to look back and say, okay, you know, <laughs> okay, now I see it. So... Focusing on homeschooling and socialization, what I think is so cool is how God has used our journey to totally um, and absolutely debunk the idea that if you homeschool, that your child is not going to receive socialization. And not only that, they're going to become I guess the word would be backwards. That word's used a lot in our um, community. I don't know if that's a southern thing. We live in northeast Tennessee. But we, you know, people who um, consider someone backward would be someone that doesn't like or know how to socialize, doesn't like social settings, um, things like that. You know, and I do believe there is... Um, an in we do have introverted and extroverted natures. Um, which at the same time, I also believe that those can be stretched and changed because I'm living proof of that. Um, not only me, but especially Miles is living proof. So with absolute confidence, I can tell you that if one of the reasons that you're hesitant to homeschool your child, that you feel like they will not receive proper socialization um, I can say that that is a fear that um, you really don't need to concern yourself with. That you can dissolve and confidently walk forward if you're ch just now choosing to homeschool. If you're on the fence and you're, that's one of the biggest things that's holding you back. Um, you know, that's a fear that you can trust God with. And He will work it out because of how He has worked it out with Miles so, as you know, or may not know, autism, um, typically, you know, the um, stereotype for autism is that the, the individual is more introverted, or um, I don't know if you would say self-centered, they're more self-focused. I think a lot of that is due to self-preservation if they are put into situations that cause them anxiety. They are not able to focus on conversations, engagement, and other people in their social setting. So that comes along with that. That is the nature, generally, stereotypically, of autism. And autism is a spectrum. And so that's not something that could be considered a blanket statement. So let's get that clear. I don't want to put anybody under a blanket statement in this um, community because we all know how unique each individual is. So going forward in this conversation, 
with the understanding that every person, every autistic person is, is unique and has their own set of challenges and has, has their own set of um, characteristics or character traits um, that, you know, are valuable to each person. So I'm trying to use my words very carefully here, as you can tell, and my, I need to plug up my laptop here because it just told me that it, it's about to die. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you for being patient with me today. I'm trying a new method. I'm, I'm wanting to get more videos out and, of course, through our podcast because I just, like I said, as I'm having this this better perspective of how this journey has been such a blessing, I'm wanting to get share, get the word out, just share with um, the world that this is um, doable. And so, <laughs> and you may be thinking, for you it may be, but for me it's not. But I thought the same thing. So, when Miles was three, he had... I don't want to say zero communication, but it was very difficult for him because he could not speak. He could not shake his head yes or no, and he could not point. Those, um, those have been resolved. He has learned how to do those things. Speaking is still a challenge. He is not fluid in his speech um, due to the, I believe, the auditory processing. He has a hard time understanding what someone is saying to him to know how to respond. So there are receptive and expressive issues um, there that we are working through. And he does see speech therapy. Um, we're on a temporary hiatus from occupational therapy due to an allergy that we were trying to figure out. So he does have supports and every day we take that consideration. But when Miles was three and he his only Really, his only communication method was screaming, or he would slam doors and slam cabinet doors. Um, that was hard. So when I talk about our early years and it being hard, I had very limited capacity, emotionally and physically, because we were getting up so early and drained. But I knew God had called us to this journey. And I knew that I wanted to stretch Miles lovingly to allow him to be able to cope with his environment. So also in, in the autism community, the I don't know if you would consider it a stereotype, but a generalization is that autistic individuals have a hard time with social settings and understanding social norms and what's expected of them. They have a hard time understanding the world around them. And Miles is only eight, so I don't have the perspective of telling you that this gets better as they become older or an adult, but I do highly suggest that you find some autistic adults to follow on social media like I do. One of the, early on, one of the, the people that I found was Dr. Temple Grandin. I have heard some things about Dr. Temple Grandin in this community that some people don't like her. 
my method as a parent first, as a caregiver, as a, as a mom, <laughs> as a homeschool teacher, my method and priority is to glean what I can for my child to best benefit him. I don't, I worship the Lord. <laughs> I worship the one true God. I don't worship an individual or, um, you know, I, I just, I glean from through prayer and what God leads me to. So God led me to Dr. Temple Grandin and she has this remarkable, yes, I will say confidently based on my experience and what has worked for us. This is one thing I talk about a lot and I do have a podcast episode on this, I believe, is lovingly stretching your child. So her idea and what she talks about is how to lovingly stretch your child outside their comfort zone. So that, that came from her and that idea I put in place and worked it as a method. I created it into a method in our homeschool and that was basically the backbone and the foundation of our curriculum per se very early on and even now, but now it looks different. But early on, the lovingly stretching method helped us to stretch miles outside of his comfort zone to become more familiar with daily rhythms, more familiar with social settings, more familiar with what is expected of him in these certain social settings. And not only that, but it gave us so many opportunities to engage with other people in our community. It, it gave us opportunities to make other people aware of what autism was and what we were working on at that time. And people at our church, our family, I would make these things known that, you know, Miles struggles with this. And this is what we're working on. And I would love for you to engage in our homeschool because that's what our homeschool was. It was lovingly stretching miles so he could not have meltdowns, so he could not have this anxiety that overtook him and, and put him out for, you know, two or three days if he was put in a position that where he was forced to be uncomfortable. Um, such as a, a public school setting. So, you know, in the last episode, if you go back one episode, I talked about why we chose to homeschool, and that will help you understand why, why, why I'm talking about this now and what this method meant to us in our homeschool. So if you're worried about your child not getting the social, socialization that he or she needs, then the best way to move forward is to realize that homeschool is not public school. You can make your homeschool whatever you want, whatever your child needs it to be. For us, Miles needed our homeschool to be mostly focused on lovingly stretching him outside of his comfort zone through exposing him gently to the social settings, to giving him the opportunities to slowly and gradually engage 
with people in our community, to become familiar with layouts of buildings, of generaliz generalizations of restaurants, for example, was one thing that was big for us. That was one struggle that when we would go out, he would have a very difficult time. And so we knew that when we would go to a restaurant, when we would go out, we might have to pack up and leave very shortly after we got there. But we always had tools with us to help Miles through if he could possibly get through it. We, we were equipped with tools such as his tablet. That was one thing I had to let go of that I didn't want people assuming things about our family that I let my child play on my tablet all the time, his tablet. You know, we have grown so much in these ideals, but that was a tool for Miles to be able to gradually, gently cope with these settings that he was not, he didn't understand, he didn't, he wasn't familiar with, and he could not tell me what he needed. So, I prayed that God would show me and equip me to be able to equip Miles with the tools that he needed to succeed. So, lovingly stretching him and focusing on these socialization skills, life skills is what we often call them as well, has proved to be a huge benefit to Miles. He's eight years old and now we are seeing how exposing him to these rhythms in life early on gradually lovingly slowly not forcing him into something that is going to just cause him so much stress that it would it cause him post-traumatic stress so that's definitely one thing to remember as you go forward to consider before you start is how you you are the best, the biggest advocate for your own child, and you become a scholar of your child. You become a student, and you you lean in, and you focus, and you learn about your child. You learn what they need. You learn how to help them. God will show you through prayer and through just, you know, reading his word and remembering that you know, he is the Lord of your life and he is never going to leave you or forsake you, even in the middle of um, a meltdown. And so you have to have the attitude that you know that it's going to be hard. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying this where we are today was was not hard, but there, you know, there's a phrase out there somewhere that I will find one day that will allow me to be able to explain how God is so present with us in the middle of the hardest parts of our lives. Because during that time, you know, I, I, God was just with me. That's the, I mean, right now, that is the best explanation I have for how I, I had the confidence to know that God put us there. This is what we were doing. And I knew that he had a he was going to create something out of this calling that for me, I had no clue what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted to help my child the best that I knew how, and God was going to show me how. I, it's like, okay, so I'd maybe not 
didn't know anything, but you know, we do have tools. We have the internet at our fingertips. We have so much information that we can glean from. And so I, I just tried my best and God met me all the way every day. So because we've lovingly stretched him, exposed him to these rhythms of life, something as simple as walking in a parking lot he used to not be able to do and teaching him, repeating words, sidewalk, helping him understand what the purpose of a sidewalk was, something that a child, a typical child, would naturally understand through maybe a few exposures to walking through a parking lot and getting on a sidewalk. These were things that we had to exclusively teach him and I had to understand that our timetable is totally different. And so we did. We talked a lot about just repeating words. And it took longer than it, you know, should have if you're looking at a typical timeline. But that's the beauty of walking with the Lord is we know, all Christians know, that our timetable is not God's timetable. And that is a beautiful thing because we get to see His work in our lives and know that that was a supernatural, that was God working and that was nothing to do with ourselves. And that grows our faith in Him when we get to see these things working out in His timing and not our timing. So that's another um, tip that you can take along with you is that you need to be patient with yourself and especially you need to be patient with your child and understand that God's timetable is the best timetable. If you can kind of wrap your head around that and um, starting out and commit and solidify that in your mind, in your heart, that this journey is not your journey. This is the journey you're walking with the Lord and he is going to bless you and you will have hard days, but you will always know that he is with you because the Bible tells us he never sleeps, right? He never slumbers. So you can have so much confidence each and every day. And so as you're exposing your child to these social settings and helping them understand, this is about when God calls you to this journey, when God calls you on this path, your focus will be so you'll have a laser focus and you will understand that just, you know, say you go out to get something to eat. That is not just going to the restaurant to grab a bite to eat. That is not just going through a drive through when you have to wait in line. Miles had such a difficult time with waiting, but these were opportunities to lovingly stretch him and talk about what, why are we doing what we're doing? What are we doing? Or going inside the restaurant a Burger King to grab a bite to eat have has so many opportunities for learning and engaging with the cashier, knowing when they hand you a cup, what are you going to do with that cup? Going over to the fountain and choosing which drink you want to drink and how to manipulate the fountain to be able to get the drink into your cup. I mean, there's so many wonderful aspects of something as simple as going to a Burger King and God will help you get laser focused that your homeschool is not a public school setting and that the world is literally going to become 
your teaching ground for helping your child learn those rhythms, helping your child learn how to communicate, helping your child become social. So now Miles has stretched me outside of my comfort zone. Now he is asking to go places. He loves being around people. He goes into buildings now that once he could not even cope with walking into because the the open floor plan, the echoing and things like that. Now he runs into those buildings and nothing is an obstacle for him because of how we have through these years slowly and lovingly allowed him given the opportunity to thrive and to be able to have the ability to do these things. It really is an ability to be able to walk confidently into a building that you once couldn't because of some hurdles in your life. So if you think that homeschooling is going to deprive your child of socialization, I can confidently say that that is the absolute opposite of what we have experienced with our, our homeschool journey and teaching Miles all about um, life skills and um, social settings. So I wanted to share that with you to encourage you. And if you are on the fence about homeschooling, that and if this is one of the big reasons that is concerning for you, that you can simply take a look at our journey and commit commit your way to the Lord, and He will direct your path. He will help you know how to help your child with what they need the most, and that's going to be different for all of us, all of our children. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to our subscribers. That helps us reach more people and so if you support our homeschool through our, um, our supplement shop, we have a place that I highly recommend that we buy our supplements from. And we've, we've been with the company Plexus for probably over four years now. And anything that they put out has been um, tested and researched. And so I personally know and can tell you that these the supplements are high quality and we have had trial and error with supplements in the past. And so now I'm so thankful to have these supplements at our fingertips that I don't even have to think about or research on my own that I know that what we're getting is going to be top quality. So if you purchase through our site, I'll link that in the comments below. Um, that will help us as well. And any you know anything that you guys do, if you like a video or... If you subscribe to the podcast or our YouTube channel or if you follow us on social media, that is encouraging to us and that helps us get the word out about homeschooling. So thank you so much for watching and listening and we just we hope you have a wonderful day. See you later.